hey, what's going on, Suns fans? Sweet 16. 16 in a row. Let's go. Let's go. 16 in a row for the Phoenix Suns as they have now defeated the Brooklyn Nets' Matthew. Bring, let's see if I can bring him in here. Uh, just using simply my phone. Let's see. Add to stream. There you go. Matthew, hey. let's go. Hey. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, you know what? I did hit on 16 today. Playing some roulette, won 46 bucks and lost it all. So it was meant to be, right, John? 16 yeah. in a row. 16, I guess a, a stunning victory. A victory the where road. they led by 20-plus this game. The Nets tried their best. The refs tried their best to help the Nets out towards the end, but it didn't matter. <laughs> Suns still win, man. Suns still win. An unbelievably epic run that they've been on. The team is now 17-3. and three. And as you can see, the Suns Jam Session podcast is coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Again, this isn't probably going to be the longest podcast ever, where you got some more uh, hanging out with Ashley to do for her 21st birthday. Uh, But we did want to, you know, let you know that we watched the game at, uh, what's the name of this place? Hennessy's Tavern up here on Fremont Street. Watched the game, watched the Suns dominate the Nets, and then... You know, looked like they were going to come back at the back end of the game. As you mentioned, the refs were calling some some, some questionable calls, to say the a least. A little bit. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, the Suns again persevered and now have won 16 in a row. Let's go, Matthew. Let's go. And, like, the Nets, you know, they're down too much. You know, they're not the team right now that can come back from a 20-point deficit especially against the Suns team right now that's just rolling, man. They're hitting on all cylinders. They're doing what they need to do. I just – I don't know what to say, man. It's an exciting moment right now in Phoenix. Yes, it's very surreal to just see this team play the way that they do. So we're going to talk a little bit about the game here. This is just a reminder to everybody. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review if you're listening to this podcast. If you're watching along live, hit that thumbs up button down below. We truly appreciate it. Uh, make sure you let all of your fellow Suns fans know where to find the best Phoenix Suns content. You can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew. At Matthew Lissy. And you can follow the show at Suns Jam. So I actually left my beer inside of the uh, of oh, the bar. I stepped outside. Yeah. So, I do so have Matthew, mine. there, there you go. go. You got yours. So cheers, cheers, Suns fans. Here's the 16 in a row. Let's go. Yes, it is sweet 16 in a row for your Phoenix Suns after they go to Brooklyn and defeat the Nets by a final score of 113 to 107. They have now completed another road trip undefeated. I believe they are now 9 and 1 on the season on the road. This team just looks unstoppable right now, Matthew. I mean, I know that again, no team is going to end up the season going 79 and 3, but this team just looks so good, so complete. And when you see Kevin Durant put up 37 against you, you think you're going to end up losing that game. That wasn't the case tonight, yeah. brother. No, yeah. If you look at the box score after, you're like, Kevin Durant 37, oh, it's the Suns loss. But then you look at the, what the Suns do. Yeah, we don't score 37 points. We play as a team. We get it done in the end because defense. Defense means Mikhail Bridges. Look at those steals. Six steals in the first half for him. Jesus and Christ. And a lot of it's really those tip balls. He is getting his hands on things. So – in the past, Mikhail Bridges has spent a lot of time really focusing on, like, 
um, getting the ball away from the defender, mid-dribble, or maybe just trying to steal a pass. But getting his hands up, having eyes in the back of his head, this is helping him get those steal numbers up. Chris Paul must be must be rubbing off on him on the right way, just like the rest of his team, because that's really what's helping them in the beginning of these games. Because when you look at the score early, you don't expect the Suns to be up 20 points against the Nets, but they are. They just are. And I'm like, wait, is Kevin Durant playing this game? Yes, he is. Like, they're full strength. It doesn't matter because the Suns team is right now the most elite team right now in the NBA. Well, I think there's some Golden State fans that might want to argue with you about that. But guess what? We get to play them on Tuesday, so we get to settle some of those conversations. But again, you mentioned it. We've mentioned it numerous times on this podcast throughout the time in which that we've been doing this uh, this season. And that's this is just a complete team in every aspect of the word. Monty's got that nine-man rotation down. He's got them playing solid. And even going on the road against the Nets, who look really good in those uniforms. I'm not going to lie. Those are some pretty good-looking uniforms that the Nets are rocking. I like how they have kind of the old 1990 Nets-looking jerseys, and then the the court itself looks like the Jason Kidd era. I mean, they really did a good job of paying homage to those teams. But you have James Harden having a hard time. I mean, he last I saw, and I know that this this metric changed, but he was like two for eleven from the field at one point in this game. You know, James Harden has not rounded into shape, if you will, thus far this season. Kevin Durant is still a monster, but they don't have all of the pieces like the Phoenix Suns do, at least right now, to play productive against a team like the Phoenix Suns. You know, again, the East, the the Nets are the number one team in the Eastern Conference right now. They are now fourteen and six. The Suns. Just sitting there at 17 and 3, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. And honestly, the way that the Nets are trying to uh, well, mainly harden adjust the new NBA rules and the fouls called, it's it's difficult for him because that's where he got all his points, right? So when he's driving to the lane, he's looking for contact, but hey, it's not there. Straight up and down. Um, if you want to drive, go ahead, Harden. Try your best because a lot of the times when he used to drive, he just used to draw the foul. Did not worry if the ball went in. But right now, He's trying to make the ball go in, in the paint. It's not working out for him. Um, and it's a lot of it's just iso ball, him and KD. When KD has the ball, iso ball. And there was a few times late in the game, too, where Booker and Chris Paul had the ball, and, you know, they, they dribbled the clock down, which is good. But then also they would just make sure that there was no time left, and they kind of put up a crappy shot. I'm like, oh, that's not Sun's ball. Next possession, back to Sun's ball, moving the ball around, giving it to DA in the paint, doing what you got to do to really get the wins because, I mean, D.A., when he has a size advantage like he does in the paint right now against his Nets team, just give him the ball. And they did towards the end, so that was awesome to see. Yeah, you mentioned it. There were a couple of possessions at the back end of the game where, you know, when you look at this final score and you see Suns 113, Nets 107, you're like, oh, this was a close game. You know, the, the Suns probably gutted it out in the last five minutes as per usual. This wasn't a close game for the majority of the game. I mean, the Suns were up 20 for a long time in this game. And as the Nets started to put some possessions together at the back end of this game, the Phoenix Suns actually kind of went to some of that isolation ball, which I thought was detrimental. And you and I were watching the game talking about that. It's like, hey, this isn't obviously the best way for Phoenix to execute this offense right now because they were holding it for 20 seconds before they were initiating any kind of offense. And then that offense was from the one player who held the ball, whether it be Chris Paul or Dev Booker, for that entire possession. And that's something that we talked about literally last night on the last podcast I think. I don't, I don't remember much of that podcast. I don't remember. I don't remember the last <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> Too many car bombs, right? <laughs> yeah, there's car bombs. <laughs> Having a good old time. But again, that's something that, you know, we made that observation last uh, night that they do a really good job in those last five minutes by ensuring that they're not going to isolation ball. 
that they're utilizing all of the skill sets that all of the players have on this team to execute that offense. Just not not what we saw tonight. Now, again, DeAndre Ayton, I thought that was really a telling moment where late in the game where the Suns needed a, a bucket, they called a timeout. Monty did a great job of calling that timeout. What did they do? It was a play inside to DeAndre Ayton. Love to see that. Love to see that. And, you know, they were calling for Monty to be jam star of the game. You know, tonight he actually called a good timeout early. I mean, late in the second when the Nets got down by 16. And I was like, oh, that's a good timeout call. But the Nets actually brought it back down to 10 by halftime. But he did what he had to do to try to stop the momentum. It's just the Nets team like this, they're going to go on runs. They're going to make it hard for the opposing team, which is the Suns tonight. But you just you expect that. And honestly, if it's a, if it's a game against a lesser team like we've had in the past, these teams will fight the Suns to the death. And the Nets, they just don't have them in them like a little scrappy team, like a Memphis team or something like, you know, the teams we played in the past to where they're below 500, they're not as scrappy as that. They're not they're not built that way to try to just scrap themselves out of a out of a pit against the Suns. And I think they just didn't know what to do in the end. And you have to go to KD, you have to go to Durant, and you have to go to Harden. But it's not it's not the same. If they can't make their shots, ISO ball, it's over. Matthew, I got to ask. You know, Matthew, I got to ask. 16 games in a row. 16. What does this win streak mean to you? What it means to me? It means it means a lot, but it doesn't mean anything. Honestly, to tell you the truth, it's awesome. 16 games in a row. No respect still for the Suns. It means a lot, of course, for the city of Phoenix and the Suns fans, but... It doesn't mean anything until a playoff time. And I don't, I'm not trying to be like just a jerk or like be honest about this, but it's just, it, it's, it's awesome. But will it mean anything in the playoffs? Yes, for us, it will, because we know this team can perform in the playoffs. But of course, you're going to have the haters out there. Like 16 games, well, well, can they get it done in the playoffs? That's what's going to be the next thing for the Suns. It's like after this streak is over, and hopefully they can go to 25, 26 games in a row. It's like, can they perform in the playoffs and bring, bring themselves back to the finals? And that's the one thing I'm most worried about. But right now, the game, the team's looking great. It just, it's just still early in the season. We'll see how this goes. But right now, I'm super pumped. It just doesn't mean too much. Do you know what I mean? Is, it, is that bad to say? I mean, it's well, not very it's your, negative it's, for it's your point of view, and, you know, it might be wrong. But, I mean, because to me, this win streak means a lot. It means that everything that we've wanted to see in Phoenix Suns basketball, especially when relative to a regular season, is coming to fruition. All of the things that we thought about this team coming into the 2021-22 season were correct, you know, at least through 20 games in the season. And what do we always say? 20 games is kind of, you know who you are by that time. And this team has shown exactly who they are through this time. And you're right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay, until the playoffs. It doesn't truly matter. But when we talk about winning 16 games, when we talk about a team that is now has the second most consecutive wins in Phoenix Suns history, we've had a front row seat to something historic. And that does matter because someday we're going to go look back on this team and we're going to reference that 16 game win streak and maybe 17, 18. Who knows how long it's going to go? And we're going to enjoy what we've witnessed. Now, again, you're right. It truly doesn't matter. And is it real, you know, like confidence? It isn't real until the actual playoffs begin. But that being said, it's been fun to, to witness a team that just clicks the way that they do in the manner that they do and the way that they carry out their business. You know, I, I remember those 05 or 06, 07 Suns teams. 
those teams are teams that just blow you out of the fucking arena. You know, it's it's the different ways that this Phoenix Suns can win. There's so many different ways that they can beat you. That has been a pleasure to watch. And again, I love how this team is playing right now. And this win streak means a lot because we know that this team is good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we literally beat the fucking Knicks in the Garden last night, and no one really talked about it. Now we beat the Nets. You know, another East Coast darling. No one really talks about it, and that's okay. You know, I stayed up last night. I watched Sports Center. I'm waiting for the highlight. I'm watching the lead. They're going all through all the players, all the stories. No mention about yeah. the Suns in their 15 game win streak. They finally showed it. They finally showed it. They showed Devin Booker make two baskets, and then, they, and then I'm sure my audio sucks right now. And then they showed a bunch of uh, uh, God, who was it on the other team? I don't remember. But they just they don't let's give us our credit. You know what? <laughs> let's yeah. go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, they they don't. But I'm not worried. That's one thing. Just like 16, 16 game win streaks in the media making a big deal of anything the Suns do. It, it's awesome. But in the end, it doesn't mean much unless you win the championship. So I think this team's ready, of course, to be that team that can go in the playoffs and make a long run. But right now, it's just they're clicking on on all cylinders, and they're being the team they're supposed to beat. They beat the Nets and then the Warriors next game. You know, if they win that one, it means a lot. But still, to me. I want to be a final champion. That's it. Jam star of the game. All right, Matthew. Well, let's talk about jam star yeah. of the game. Okay, let's talk about it. Who are you going to give it to in this one? Are you going to break? Are you going to give it to Monty Williams? I know a lot of the jamsters were calling for that in the last uh, last podcast. And, you know, Monty has done a really good job managing this team. Is he gonna get yes. your jam star? Let me know in the let me know who uh, who you got in the chat. Let, you know, all of yeah, the different cool. jamsters are watching. Everyone's giving it to Mikhail. Much yeah. props to Mikhail. McGee, Mikhail. Definitely found that Molly in Vegas. Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> the sticky bandit Mikhail. So are you giving it to Mikhail Bridges? Yeah. Or are you giving it to Devin Booker who scored 30 points? I'm gonna give it to Mikhail. Six steals in the first half. It's just it's great. And then someone brought up too when Book lost the ball and then Mikhail gathered. It rambled through a pit of people on the floor and just made the lay-in. That's the aggressive that that's like the we don't give a fuck thing that he's talking about, about the media, everybody else. Like the way he took that ball against everybody in the paint and just laid it up. Like that's just McKill now. He doesn't care. It's that edge he has now this year that is a difference maker and he's definitely a jam star tonight for me. And I agree with you. It's gotta be McHale, but I am gonna give love, some love to yeah. Devin Booker, okay? Devin Booker, back-to-back 30-point games in Madison Square Garden against the Nets. Those games that matter very, very much to this Phoenix Suns team. He set the pace early, 16 points in the first half. It was a Devin Booker game to begin. And when you have the defensive prowess of Mikhail Bridges, good things are going to help. Great things are going to happen for your team. And that's what we saw tonight. We saw another victory for your Phoenix Suns, 16 in a row. And now you get ready for the Tuesday game, and that's going to be when the Suns play against the Warriors, Matthew. Tell me your thoughts on the Warriors. Well, I mean, it's a team that we had to play. I mean, it's a team that, honestly, if you're talking about what we're waiting for for the Suns to do this year, the 16-game win streak, where I'm still not satisfied to beat this team, it's going to be something we can <laughs> we can have a parade for, right, John? Yeah, this is much. This is much watched basketball. I mean, this is what it's about. The two best teams in the NBA squaring off in Phoenix on Tuesday night. The fun thing about that, Jamsters, is we'll both be 
well, back to our normal schedules, if you will. I know Matthew will be in Phoenix. God knows where I'll be. But we will be coming to you for an entire hour of Phoenix Suns basketball post-game podcast yes. shit. We are going to be coming to you. Yeah, full hour. You know, we appreciate everybody who's been watching us last night and tonight. You know, as luck would have it, of course, we go to Vegas for uh, my daughter, your your niece's 21st birthday. And the two nights that we're here, two nights where the Suns play, the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. But we are still committed to provide you some fun Phoenix Suns content. So guess what? That's what we've done. Uh, but we'll be back to a full hour this upcoming Tuesday when the Suns play those Warriors, man. But 16 in a row. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Enjoy that. You got that. You got the Cardinals playing great. You got fucking people behind me being all loud. I'm you got sure the Cowboys it's a, losing. A shit show. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, you got Ohio State losing. That's kind of fun. Yeah. You got Notre Dame kicking the shit out of Stanford right now. So, but you know what, Suns fans. It's a great time to be a Suns fan, and we appreciate you hanging out with us. I'm going to hop back into Hennessy's Tavern right here. I'm going to go rejoin Matthew, rejoin the rejoin the, the group, and have some celebratory beers on this beautiful evening. Uh, Matthew, you got anything else for the Jamsons before we get out of here? No, just everybody. Let's do this. Ready? Can you see them? Yeah. Go home and love your family, everybody. Uh, there's your family right there. And again, remember... Yeah. Subscribe, rate, review, hit the thumbs up, do all that fun stuff. Take care, Suns fans. We'll see you on Tuesday.